0: This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Hey Gordon Damer. Larry Hardesty, how we feeling, my friend?
1: Uh, there's a there's a there, there's a little slim ache in one of my teeth. How how so? What do you mean? Uh there's there's a little slim ache in there. So I think I may have to see my friendly dentist tomorrow. Oh dentist.
0: no! I thought I thought this was like a figurative thing, like you no, know, no, 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 sweet no, no, tooth no. or something like that. No, oh, no, 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 that's no, never no. good. Trip to the no, dentist no, no, is no. never good.
1: No, 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 and my dentist loves when I come in because it means that she gets a, a, more money to go to the Caribbean during
0: the oh Oh, trust me. <laughs> You leave the dentist office and it's like the, the the instructions they give you. It's like oh yes, I'll just quit my job and I'll just brush my teeth all day long. I won't do anything else, but I'll just floss and brush and I'll do this thing. And it isn't yeah. that much. But I'm not no, even going to eat. That's not good for you. I'm not even going to eat. No.
1: <laughs> yeah. So at least I'll be able to drop a couple of inches when I see you Sunday. Uh, that
0: look that you look you, you look s- slim and trim, ready yes. to roll for a big Sunday of football. Absolutely. Looking forward. Going to be
1: there. Um may actually stay for the game, Gordon. You're gonna stay
0: for the game, really? Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, actually stay for the game. Nice. Yes. Bring in some folks. Nice. Double checking. You, know, look, to you see can't if hook I, up people uh, that you love with a little football game every once in a while. Absolutely. So I'm looking Now how, are they I'm,
1: Jet fans? No, they are not. One okay. is a one is a giant fan. Uh-huh. But doesn't like Belichick. <laughs>
0: Who does, really? I mean, if you're not a Patriot fan, is there anybody who's like, well, I'm not a Patriot really. fan, but I really like that Bill Belichick guy. Yeah, you know. Personality plus that guy. And and I'm double – now, my grandson had committed to go,
1: mm-hmm. but he is 13, so I'm double-checking his schedule to see if he's still available. Those, <laughs>
0: those 13-year-old schedules, Larry, they are very they, – they, they jam up quickly.
1: They do. They do. So we'll see. But I'm – you know, I don't Gordon, I don't know how long I'm staying.
0: But that I might depend on
1: that. Might depend on how the Jets play. Uh, yeah, it might, it might. It actually knowing from where I'm coming from, mm-hmm. it may not matter. Yeah. <laughs> it might depend on once that I get home. Yeah, <laughs> you know? because I'm also working that night. Have to do the drive. Oh,
0: that's true. Right. Yes.
1: So I will be. You know, I will be. I will be visiting. You know. Gotcha. Yes. So, but but I tell you, I'll say this: it's an entertaining entertaining game,
0: Gordon. Giants game, yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah, entertaining I, game. Um, well, the, the Niners just got a touchdown, but yes, uh, so far I've been, I've been pretty impressed with I what have. I've seen out of the de- certainly out of the defense. Absolutely, I thought absolutely. the defense has played fairly well. Now they've given yes. up ten points, so I can't yeah. say that they played out of their minds. But that first yeah. drive, there were some third downs that uh, they were not able to. To uh, to to close out the Niners, but they did hold them to a field goal. That was the, important. The the pressure on Brock Purdy has been far better. It feels like Much. than anything you saw in the first two games. Again, first two yep. games, uh, the, the 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 bar was set pretty low there. So true. The Niners have hit some com- kind of splash plays. They had one to yeah. McCaffrey. They had one to Debo. Uh, so they'll That's have what to they kind do. of keep that in check. But uh, Daniel Jones looked good on that first drive before he they had to settle for a field goal there. So. You know, How do, do ri- they respond? I'm riding with the Giants in the 10 and a half tonight, Larry. Oh, I, absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. <clears throat> Why wouldn't you? And I don't know.
1: I mean, I know Dable's saying he isn't. Mm-hmm. But, Gordon, if he's not, is he uh, listening on the plays and saying, no, try another one? Because he's, he's got the sheet again. And he, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, had, he had the sheet last week, second half I noticed. He's got the smallest sheet this week. And now he says he's not calling plays, Gordon. But is he just saying, no, I don't like that. Do another one. He might not be
0: calling plays, but maybe he's rejecting plays. Could be. No, I don't like that one. Give me another one. That's right. That's You know, something Robert Salas should try
1: this week if they don't run the ball the way they should run the ball.
0: Well, when you get into crisis mode, at the end of the day, you are the head coach. So everything that that happens with the team falls under your purview. So – that's right. If, uh, if there's something you don't like, you're not a passenger here. You're the driver. So step up something. and speak up and do something about it. Absolutely. Because otherwise, <laughs> you'll be packing your bags. Absolutely. <laughs> Look, it won't just be the, the coordinator who's going. It'll probably no. be you as well. All y'all.
1: <laughs> Everybody's out. You know what, Gordon? I think we unofficially started our rundown for our top stories tonight when All we right, talked about the Giants and the Niners. And listen, by the way, Kayvon Thibodeau, the first Giants sack. Of the season. How about yeah. that?
0: How about he that? He also had his first dance of the season, too. It was a, it was a, It was it was not too much. It was not like the one where he did with Nick Foles, where he's right. rolling around on the ground. Right. Just little a little robot. subdued. Yeah, a little, little robot action. Yeah. A little,
1: yeah, a little flashback. Solid. A little robot. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, Time of fans course, are hoping to see another one or two of those tonight. Uh, they would like to see it. They definitely would. Niners with a 10-3 lead. This is a quick-moving game, though, Gordon. I mean, it's flying by first half.
0: Well, I, wow. I think that, that, that this is good news for the Giants, right? If you want to hang in there, you don't want to have a whole bunch of possessions. You don't want to yep. be back and forth and up and down the field. You want to keep it close, keep that clock running, even though the, the running game is is diminished because there is no Saquon tonight. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, th- this is the, the Giants kind of game, at least so far. Absolutely. And
1: now they need to keep the ball a little bit because the defense was on the field a lot on that last drive, which is what they were able to do the first time around. So... You know, we'll keep an eye on that one for you, obviously, here on ESPN New York tonight. Of course, we'll preview the Jets Patriots. Jets are playing this- the P-
0: Patriots this week? Yes, no idea. again.
1: Again. Yes, they are. Absolutely. Joe Leo will not be. Uh, what was. Joe Leo will be a little concerned for that game. He's, he's not resting. Not resting. He will be what Harvey is on Sunday.
0: <laughs>
1: what Harvey is right now, that's what Joe Leo will be on Sunday.
0: Well, I don't know about that. Because Harvey knew. has some expectations of winning this game, I don't know that Joe Leo has any expectations. Oh no, he's got with, with Zach Wilson as the quarterback. I don't, he's I don't got know. Expect- he's got that. No, he doesn't. He has expectations on his running game
1: and his defense. He's got no expectations for Zach Wilson. I would no. be. I have a question for Joe Leo later. Okay, it's going to be interesting. So Rich Amini will join us at nine thirty, and Kyle Hightower will preview New England for us on your know your opponent segment at ten o'clock. Gordon Dallas Cowboys star quarterback Trayvon Diggs suffered a season ending torn ACL in his left knee during Thursday's practice. I mean, if there's it, there's never a good time for a torn ACL. But Gordon at practice, that's that's that
0: makes it even worse. And it feels like this was a year where we got through the preseason without that big name going down. But man, yep. it feels like everybody's going down since the season started. It's true. The big names, the another teams. one here with Dallas. Big blow to their defense, so that's uh, that's a shame. Yeah, I'm sure the Giant fans are not crying any tears about it. No, nope. it's the Cowboys, so I don't. It's, it, the Cowboys are the Belichick of teams.
1: Yes, they are. If,
0: you, if you're not a fan of them, you hate them. So that's right. But they, that is a that's I, I don't like to see the stars of the sport go down. So that's no, a, absolutely a bad not. break for them. Definitely.
1: Bengals Joe Burrow day-to-day. The team is watching out for him, looking to give the quarterback as much time as he needs in order for that injured calf to feel healthy enough to play. Coach Zach Taylor says Burrow's status for Monday night's game against the Rams, uncertain. They're trying not to go, oh, and three.
0: Not good. I'm just watching this Giants game here. Sure, understood. Understood. The offensive line, which didn't look too bad on that opening drive.
1: Yeah. Well, the, well, he got rid of the ball quick yeah. open and opened the drive. He, could, he, he couldn't better. get
0: rid of the ball that quickly here. No,
1: no. <laughs> well, you knew that. But, see, you knew the Niners were going to make an adjustment. Whatever yeah, they sure, did, absolutely. you know. Okay, that's what they're yeah. doing? Okay, here's what we're doing. Do well, look, like he,
0: here's the story of this game. you got to get to the half with, with it being no worse than 10-3. You can't exactly. be giving up another touchdown here. No, no. What, let me Although, ask you this. I know I we're going to go back to other topics we already touched on. Sure. Would this be the most impressive win that the Giants have gotten in the Brian Dable era? I
1: would say yes. Niners on the road, short week.
0: Mm-hmm. No special, Saquon. No right?
1: Saquon. How they looked a week uh, Sunday against Arizona first half. Uh, I would say this would be, this would be a winner for him. This would be good. You agree, Harvey?
0: biggest win oh no the... I mean, it's hard to argue uh, against the playoff game at minnesota right well there was more riding what, on minnesota? that but just the opponent itself a lot of people thought they were going to win that game going into it
1: i get it but i mean you look back on those, on those weapons richie james was on that team right i mean yeah. they
0: didn't really uh, what, what are the other possible wins that you would mention the 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 ravens win last year that was at home the Packers, the Packers in win? London.
1: Oh, who could forget the Jaguars win at the one-yard line? But no, and also says this would be quite the feather in this cap. Yeah. This would be quite the coaching job on and him. I know
0: you don't want to agree with me, Harvey, but you almost have to agree with me. on It's such a good point. I, I yeah. hear what you're
1: saying, Harvey. It's playoffs, but it's, it's Minnesota. Nobody took Minnesota right. seriously. If you, were, you were expecting to go beat them.
0: Everybody, oh, even, I I, even, even I, the giant hater that I am, apparently. Uh, yeah, Smuggy called them.
1: Yeah. Could Ye- the Titans game be up for grabs here? Week one, that
0: comeback. the Titans didn't turn out to be all that great last year. What were they seven and ten last year? So, yeah, not, yeah. you know, what, I you, just think, I'm just talking about the opponent itself. You didn't beat Dallas last year. You didn't beat the Eagles, obviously. So this is a Super Bowl team, right? That uh, you're playing tonight on the road. You know, on you, the road, short
1: week, no Saquon. You know, against my better judgment, I will agree with you, Gordon. No, so, and, and, and Gordon missing two pieces of your offensive line.
0: Uh, yeah, and it's showing right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Including your left tackle, right? Yeah.
1: You know. Back to the rundown. Jim Gordon of the Bears doesn't view Justin Fields as a finger pointer. That's what Ryan Poles made the declaration during the impromptu press conference today. So to just a fallout after Fields expressed frustration on how he's being coached and the sudden resignation of defensive coordinator Alan Williams. That was weird, Gordon. You know, we haven't really talked about that because – I'm not really sure what's happened. There's so many conflicting reports about what's going on with him. He's just like up and left. Yes,
0: uh, I, I'm sure, unfortunately, we will find out at some point. Uh, Pat McAfee today confirmed that there was FBI at his home. That's not good. You never want the FBI at your home. There's, there's some universal <laughs> rules in your life. The FBI showing up your house. <laughs> That's definitely one of them, so I'm sure we're going to find out at some point. It's going to be really bad, but, uh, yeah, strange situation in the Bears, boy. This is, this is two weeks, Larry. I know. Two weeks. <laughs> Can you imagine where we're going from here? Two weeks. Hey, look, for all the bad times that the Jets have had, yeah. the Giants have had for those five years, I don't believe at any point none of, any of their coaches had the FBI show up at their house. No,
1: no. Although I would say – Gays should have had them. (laughs) If anybody should have had them, it should have been gays.
0: What, have I committed a crime? Yes. Have you seen what you were doing on Sunday? You've been arrested. Uh,
1: Deshaun Watson and the Browns didn't start on the same page. They're looking to fix that, Gordon. The quarterback says he hasn't lost confidence, despite struggling over his eight games in the Browns' uniform, since he feels like the offense will click sooner or later. Better be sooner. Through two games this season, he ranks 30th among starting quarterbacks in total QBR Gordon 29.3 and is last in the league in passing an EPA minus 1.7 how much is he getting paid
0: wow and the amount of teams that were fighting over that guy and and Last year, I thought that the struggles were to be expected. Came yes. in after so much time away. New team, knew all this. So that, that was to be expected. This year, you kind of thought, all right, shake off the rush. You're full training camp, ready to go. Some good weapons on that team. Comes out, has not, he, he looks kind of washed, to be quite honest. Yeah. Doesn't look like the same guy. And then you all of a sudden turn around and you lose Nick Chubb. That's not going to help. So nope. they got to get it together quick, man. Last
1: one. I know Harvey put on the run on the rundown no Mets, but according to an article in The Athletic examining the disappointing season for the Mets, which will probably be a bunch of upcoming books from a bunch of beat writers <laughs> in the offseason, uh, former Met Tommy Pham told Francisco Lindor at a dinner, quote, out of all the teams I played on, this is the least hardest working group of position players I've ever played with. End of quote.
0: Yikes. Not, that's not. a good look. It's not what you want to hear. No.
1: Especially and it since most
0: of those guys are still here. Right? You get rid know. of the pitchers. If they said something about the pitchers, that would be one thing.
1: Yeah. But he did not. So, interesting article about the. Because here's the thing, it kind of it kind of paints Buck Showalter
0: in a not negative but. Certainly not a positive way. Not like too a Too way. laid back, too yeah, exactly. reliant on the veterans to police exactly. themselves. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know,
1: not that it's his fault. Not that he should have to tell them to work hard. Mm-hmm. But when you see the issues that they're going through, Gordon, you have to make adjustments and say something. And apparently it didn't work out that way. Don't we know that? Because you know what's funny? If they had played a little decent baseball, board, the way they're playing now. They could have been hanging around.
0: I mean, their struggles, though, came so early on. Like, it you're did. thinking back to, like, May and June. You oh. know how long ago June feels at this point? Like last year. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> June, the Mets' June struggles. Oh, boy. I mean. We're going all the way back to
1: June. We're going back to June. The Knicks were still playing Miami. Yeah, right?
0: I mean, that's a long time
1: ago. That's so. a long time ago. Those are the stories we'll be talking about tonight on ESPN New York tonight. When we return, Gordon and I will chat a little bit about this uh, Giants and Niners game. And then at the bottom of the hour, we will turn our attention to the New York Football Jets. That's next on 98.7 ESPN.
0: This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.
2: You can't have, you know, this number of five overall pick, your top pass rusher, having one pressure every two games. It's just just not going to get it done. And like I said before, they need their top players, the guys that they pay. The guys that are getting paid all that money, right, that they have high expectations for to live up to this standard. So we're going to see what that defense is about today if they have if they have pride or if they're just going to wilt like kind of they did in that opener because there was some questionable effort late in that opener. Right? And, you know, they were, they were beat down, and you could see them, you know, a distraught
1: group, and we haven't seen them sort of put it together this year. So there's definitely concern with that defense right now. Jordan Ronon, he was on this morning with DPA, turning Rothenberg before joining our good friend Dan Grasso before we came on the air. to and Damer on 98.7 ESPN, and as I mentioned earlier, Gordon, he's got a sack tonight, so he has shown up. Uh, the Giant defense did a little better on the on the second drive. The third one they gave up a touchdown on, and then of course the uh, you know the first one they gave up a field goal. But listen, with two minutes left to go. If you're a Giant fan, you're happy right now. You're in this game. Well, that, you're in this game you right want. now.
0: You, you got, you, I mean, at this point, you kind of signed for a field goal. Yes, um, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Because
0: they've had four, they've only had four drives. This is their fourth drive. They got a touchdown on one. They got a field goal on another. They punted on one, so, and they're already at the, what, the 13-yard line, so. Yeah. Um. You need, you need a field goal. You need to stiffen Yeah, head. you need to stop. You need, the big difference between a stop, a, a field goal here and a, and a touchdown going yep. into the half. The Giants do get the ball nice. coming out of the half, but yep, still.
1: Uh, nice pick here would be good because they almost had two oh, picks on well. the first drive. Yeah, so that's what they need right now. Big play from the defense. I tell you this, but this Niners, there's, there's so many different weapons. They got on so
0: offense. many weapons. They they I, like they they give McCaffrey a break, and of course tonight I was thinking about uh, hitting on the uh, Elijah Mitchell over for yes. rushing yards. I think it was 29. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he already has a big run. But that's their backup run. Their backup running back is really good. They got Debo. Ayuk is out for tonight. They haven't missed him a bit.
1: No. It's like, who?
0: Right? And he's their <laughs> leading receiver. I know. <laughs> it's so many, they got so many weapons. They just do. And, and the, guy, the kid probably. Jennings, Juwan Jennings, he's really yeah. good. McCaffrey's a big, obvious, a big Absolutely. weapon. They don't really even use Kittle all that much. No. Don't have to. Don't have to. It's amazing. They have
1: a lot of weapons,
0: man. Well, I think that the defense so far has shown you something. The offensive yes, line, not so much. Daniel Jones has already been sacked twice tonight. Mm-hmm. And after that first drive, both of the drives that the Giants have had have kind of blown up because the offensive line couldn't block.
1: Yeah, that's
0: right. But you knew that was going to be an issue. Yeah.
1: You knew that was going to be an issue. So, if you know, second half, you may need to have a tight end in there to, to chip. You may have to mm-hmm. keep another back in there. You have to make adjustments. Gonna have to. You, you're missing three guys off your offensive line.
0: Yeah, it's a very tough spot. I don't know what I was thinking taking the Giants plus ten and a half here. Well, you know, you you, were, you when it got to the ten and a half, that extra half hooked me in, Larry. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. That's why they do it. They they that's they, 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 know it. They, they know what they know. It's not it's not an accident. They know.
1: That's wh- That's why, Gordon. When you go to Vegas in the summer, it's hundred degrees. The air conditioner is blowing with the door open because they get money. You walk by any casino, it's hot. It's hot. You're sweating. You go by, the wind, the the air conditioning is like it's fifty degrees in there. It's just blowing hot. <sighs> Come in, and take help us pay this bill by, by losing some of your money on these slots or these cards or whatever it is. They yeah. know.
0: They know they what know. to do. They know what they're doing. They really do. You don't they, see those guys going bankrupt.
1: No, no no, no time soon.
0: No time soon. They're doing He's a great job. Idiots like man. me, Larry. Idiots like me. Well, you're not an idiot. I am. You're just. It, you're what's just the aggressive? definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again.
1: But that doesn't make you an idiot. That makes yeah, you insane. It, it doesn't make me smart.
0: It <laughs> doesn't make me
1: smart. But every once in a while, you beat the odds. And see, it's yes. every once in a while that keeps you coming back. And besides, mm-hmm. you have you you have to you promo code Gordon. You have to you have I, to. Bang. And
0: I've actually been doing quite what well, like not the picks oh. on the Saturday show last week; those were a bit a bit rough. I'm not going to lie, but mm-hmm. overall, I've done very well this year. It's still right. early, mm-hmm. but I could use an, a nice giant performance tonight. They don't even have to win. Yeah. Just just get me just get me a nice uh, just ten and a half. Yeah. Just, just lose by a touchdown and a field goal. That'd be fine. Yeah, who did the hard. roughing the pass? Now, now, do you think? Let me oh. ask you this: Do you think I don't remember the the, the, the guy that called last night and said that Daniel Jones was the best player in this game?
1: Yes, best player on the field. Do
0: you think that we will hear back from him tonight?
1: Uh, no, because Daniel Jones has not been the best player on the field.
0: No, no, he's in. In fairness, in the game. that guy might. If he's such a big Daniel Jones fan, he might just be watching the game. He's not. Really yeah, he's not. Well, yeah, game. he's he's
1: engrossed. He's engrossed. I mean, listen, you haven't heard Harvey even breathe. Harvey's not even breathing. You, no. you haven't even heard him. He's
0: he's, he's, he's embedded in this game. See, and, and Joe Leo, even though he's a Jet fan, he should be happy with what's happening so far. Because as I brought up to them before the show, the Giants don't have any impact on the Jets, realistically. But right. in, in some way, like if the Giants pull off some miracle upset in San Francisco in oh, a short pressure week. Pressure on the
1: Jets. Pressure.
0: You know that there's not gonna be two amazing upsets in the course yeah. of a weekend, right? Like the Jets yeah. and Giants aren't both gonna pull off upsets. So Mm-mm. Mm-mm. if you're a Jet fan, you should be rooting for the Niners in this spot. That's the way I look at it. I hear what you're saying. And and
1: listen, if you're a Jet oh, fan, boy. make sure you come out because Gordon's wearing a Zach Wilson
0: uniform. Well, no, I'm not wearing a I'm not gonna look like K at that Ranger game a few <laughs> years ago. I'm not that's not I'm not doing that. You know You're not going to bring I'm football. I'm toying with the uh, idea of supporting Zach. See, the yes. problem is, is the forecast is not ideal for Sunday. I know this. So, if we we're, we're all wearing like jackets. Yes. I don't I don't have the the Zach Wilson jersey on full display. It kind of defeats the purpose of purchasing it because after it's yeah. over, if I can't return it, I will burn it. I mean, I can't have a jet jersey I in know. my hat. It's just bad. And it also feels like in some ways bad juju. Yes, in in that that something's going to happen to my quarterback by mocking the other quarterback. So right. See, I, I, I think I'm shying away. from I told
1: you t-shirt. I told you Jets t-shirt. Did not tell you. Yeah, Anything Jet related is bad Jets, news. I know, but I'm saying you want to help him out. I mean, you know,
0: you're the one that walked through that door. <laughs> I gave I gave everyone the idea. What they do with the idea, I will be supporting him vocally from the parking lot. All right, very good. On Route Three as right kickoff takes place. <laughs>
1: Uh, unbelievable.
0: This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.
1: All right, time to take a look at the uh, Jets and New England. It happens at MetLife Stadium. Jets trying to stop a 14 game losing streak. Rich has been covering the Jets. He does a great job for us uh, on ESPN and, of course, on the flight deck where he's got some interesting interviews and and things that you can find out about the Jets, and he joins us now. Hey, Rich, Larry and Gordon, how are you?
2: Gentlemen, how are you guys doing tonight?
1: We are doing great, my friend. All right, give us the latest with Dwayne Brown.
2: Yeah, so Dwayne Brown did not practice today for the second straight day. He's got a new injury. They're listing him with a hip injury in addition to his usual shoulder. So uh, I don't think he's going to play on Sunday, guys. Uh, I think they're going to have a new-look offensive line there. I'd be a little surprised if Dwayne played. And he didn't have a great game on Sunday, clearly. But, uh, you know, he got this injury and two straight days without practice. So I think they're still holding out some hope. But my gut tells me that uh, probably not.
0: So if he doesn't play, what's the plan at left tackle? Yeah, I think it's
2: going to be really interesting. I I would not be surprised if you see Makai Becton at left tackle. Uh, you know, they have a couple of options there. They could go with Billy Turner, who is basically a career backup, played a lot in the preseason, or they could move Makkay from right to left, and which, of course, says, you know, who's going to play right tackle? Then, then you know, it could be Turner there or, or possibly Max Mitchell or possibly even moving Elijah Vera Tucker out to right tackle. But I, if I had to bet right now, I, I think I would go with Beck and playing left tackle.
1: What is that adjustment going to be like for him, uh, Rich? I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> he's been, he was at right, left, right, back and forth. And, and what does that do? First of all, what is the adjustment like for him going back to left? And secondly, how does that mesh with the communications of this line that they can't seem to have any chemistry because they can't seem to play together?
2: Yeah, can't seem to play together. They, the five guys did not play together in the preseason. Uh, we know that. And Makai is a natural left tackle, so in a sense he'd be going back home. But, uh, it's you know, it's not an easy ask for him to do because for the last, oh, I don't know, since like mid to late August he's been playing on the right side, you know, trying to make that difficult adjustment. It's it's not easy. And now he's going back to the left side. But he'll, I think he'll have a full week of practice reps. And it's not ideal, but, uh, you know, Dwayne Brown, the 38-year-old left tackle who's had some issues, shoulder issues in recent years, and evidently now has a hip issue. And when you have older players, sometimes these things flare up.
0: Rich, we've been talking for a couple of minutes, and we've not mentioned Zach Wilson's name yet. So, uh, obviously, we have to
2: break that rule.
0: Uh, Yeah, right. Uh, How how did you evaluate his performance against Dallas?
2: You know – I saw two games in one the first three quarters. I saw the Zach Wilson from early last season where he was managing the game and not committing like the fatal blunder and the team was winning those, those games. What the difference was on Sunday was the team around him was not performing well. And so that's why you saw them. And then in the fourth quarter, he went back to some of the Zach Wilson we saw late last year, just committing a lot of mistakes. So I don't think it was as bad as some people are making it out to be. It was obviously not good, but I think on the Zach meter, I guess if we call it that, I guess on the Zach meter, it was a little bit better than we had seen last year. We were talking to uh, Todd Downing today who runs the quarterback room. He's their passing game coordinator. And he said, Wilson's footwork is a lot better. It's It's improved a lot. So I think that's one thing that they're hopeful about. His pocket presence seems a little bit better And uh, but you know you can't even though the game was out of reach you don't want to get into the habit of throwing up balls in the fourth quarter and taking those kind of chances. So the coaching staffs remain very optimistic around him. I think they're concerned with his confidence, so that's why they keep trying to build him up.
1: All right, Rich, you've been in that locker room all week. What's your sense of fragileness, if I can make up a word, with this with this you know this team uh, of watching that last quarter and like having that memory of, as you just mentioned, oh, God, this is what we had last year, going into a game that, you know, listen, uh, if they don't beat New England, Rich, I don't know where that next win is coming from.
2: Yeah, it's a huge game. You know, I called it the biggest September game they've played in years for a lot of reasons, and I think the team is around Wilson now. We saw it in the locker room after the game. I don't think it was just for show last week that scene we saw because we kind of media walked into the locker room and Garrett Wilson had his arm around Zach Wilson and the tight ends were there and trying to pump him up and encouraging words and so I, I don't think that was just for showing the media I, I think they're they, they're rallying around the guy now do they believe 100 percent that he's going to lead him to the playoffs I'm sure there's some skeptics in the locker room but right now they don't have any other options so they're going to try to do what they can with him and try to make it work. And I think Wilson appreciates that. I could sense that from talking to Zach today that he he feels like they have his back, which obviously wasn't the case last year. So it's a good vibe in the locker room. I think they're doing their best to put aside all this talk about the 14 game losing streak. I'm sure that's coming from Salah. You know, players really don't even want to discuss it. So they're keeping their eyes focused on, on, this week's game and so I don't sense any dread in the locker room I I sense a positive vibe
0: there was some frustration obviously after the the performance in Dallas with Brees Hall only getting the four carries what what was the read on uh on what the the focus will be in terms of the running game for this week as opposed to last
2: yeah I don't understand how a guy like Brees Hall only gets four carries I mean that's uh it's kind of mind-boggling now the coaches all week have been using the, the old game flow excuse, you know, uh, we didn't convert on third down, so, so we didn't have enough plays. Well, it's the chicken or the egg argument. You know, if you use Breeze Hall a little bit more, maybe you would be able to convert more third down. So, it, you know, we could chase our tail on that all night. But, uh, yeah, he, I think he was frustrated after the game. Today we asked him about his social media post, which seemed to express some frustration, and he said, no, that wasn't the case at all. He was just responding to someone on Twitter. He was, you know, towing the company line today, and everyone was falling in line with that. But, yeah, obviously, they got to get him the ball more. Now, he's still not 100%. He even admitted that today. He's not quite back to his pre-injury form. But he's pretty darn close, as we saw against the, in the Buffalo game. And so you got to get him the ball 10, 12 times a game to have any chance on offense.
1: Rich, I'm going to go on the, the, the defensive side of the ball. This team has got to play better than they did against Dallas. Uh, where, Where is McDonald? Why has he been inactive for two games, Rich? Is he injured? Is it a, a numbers battle? What's going on with him? I thought, you know, we had conversations in the preseason where he looked like he made some plays and kind of jumped off the screen.
2: Well, it's, he's just inactive one game. He did play in the opener. Uh, he played 13 snaps in the opener on defense did not play on special teams. And so he, they deactivated him against Dallas because they wanted you know, first of all they have ten defensive linemen. They only they wanted to dress nine because Carl Lawson was coming back. They felt against Dallas's running game. They wanted a big offensive line. They wanted to have some bigger bodies up front. And this is what happens when you you know you draft a guy who's basically a third down specialist. He's two hundred and forty pounds. You know, he can play a certain game. If they're playing a passing team, a so called finesse type offense, then a Will McDonald can help you. But if you're playing a downhill running team, like they will this week against the Patriots, then, you know, he may not fit in the game plan. Now, I do think he will be active this week. I think they were going to try to create a role for him on special teams. And I don't see why a guy that. Athletic, 6'4", 240, he should be playing on special teams. I don't understand why he didn't have a role before, but I do think he'll have a role on special teams this week.
0: I know that for most of these games, the, most of the guys that are on the team now were not there, but uh, Garrett Wilson was very vocal about the 14-game losing streak. Are, is that something that other guys were mentioning this week, getting ready for this game, or they is, is that that's really something that resonates with them?
2: Well, I think they only mentioned it when we asked them about it. You mm-hmm. know, I I think the – I mean, Quentin Williams was here for eight of those losses. Thomas Hennessy, the, the long snapper, it, it may be a tenth of right. those losses for him. Certainly no one has been here that long where they experienced all 14. And so, you know, I asked probably a half a dozen players. Most of them said, we don't care. It's the past. We're only concerned about this week. A couple of players told me, that it's been coming up in conversations around the, around the building this week, but they're trying to keep it out of their mind, but they can't help thinking about it. I asked brand Boyer, the special teams coordinator today about, you know, he's still haunted by that uh, walk-off punt return Mm -hmm. last year up in Foxborough. And he admitted, yeah, he goes, absolutely. He goes, you'd never forget a play like that. And I said, do you think it could be motivating uh, for some of your guys? And he goes, well, if that doesn't motivate you, nothing will. So yes, it's this, it's on their minds. I think they're doing their best to keep it out of the public domain, but it's definitely on their minds.
1: Rich, what is, what's been the mindset of this defense? Uh, we alluded to it earlier in the second, because of the way they played against Dallas. I mean, they did not play well. They've had a lot of, uh, you know, verbatim about them and it's great to have confidence, but you got to do it on the field. Here is a game that listen, they've got to play. Well, you're not sure what you're getting from Zach Wilson. If if the defense, can I keep this game closed? It's going to be hard for the Jets to win.
2: Yeah, I mean, when Zach Wilson's the quarterback, I think it's going to be hard for the Jets to get it to the 20s, you know, scoring more than 20, 21 points. The defense is going to have to be on their A game every week for the Jets to have a chance. Clearly, they were probably on their C game against uh, <laughs> Dallas. Uh, I think it was 90, 89 or 90 plays, which which yeah. is just an absurd amount of plays. And I wonder if there might be a little bit of a carryover. Uh, I think they've altered their practice schedule a little bit, maybe to take, you know, get them off their feet. That's that's about a game and a half of snaps Mm. they played last week, and so you wonder if there's any lingering effect. I know their sports performance people have been uh, addressing that this week with the players. I mean, it was not a good game for them last week. They got picked apart on short stuff. I think Dak Prescott averaged about four point four air yards per attempt. It was just dink and dunk, and I mean, they're going to have to, you know, the Patriots are smart. They're going to go to school on that. Max Jones is a dink and dunk passer as it is, and the Jets are going to have to play tighter coverage, and they're going to have to figure out ways to stop the short passes. Otherwise, it's going to happen again.
0: Rich, uh, well, we talked about the game last week. You know, you take a look at Dallas. Dallas is one of the more talented teams, if not the most talented team in the league, When you, especially the skill positions. This Patriots team, it's almost like a team from like three years ago when you look at the names that are, you know, obviously Mac Jones has not been in the league that long, but, you know, Juju Smith Schuster and the, the tight ends. It's not exactly the most star laden um, uh, uh, squad, especially on offense. So does that put extra pressure after the performance last week to go up against? If you can't shut down this offense at home in, in what is pretty much a must win game, what does that really say about the defense and what our expectations are for it?
2: Yeah, I think they're going to respond well this week. I, I just get the sense that that defense uh, last week was, it was a hiccup. They know it. They didn't play well, especially on third down. Huge emphasis this week is third down. I, I think they're going to respond. You're absolutely right, Gordon, about the uh, Patriots personnel. Their, their perimeter people are just pedestrian. I mean, when Kendrick Bourne is your best receiver, right, yeah. that's – that's not exactly the greatest show on turf. I mean, their tight ends are pretty good. I mean, Henry and uh, and Mike Gasicki, certainly Jets are familiar with him. Uh, they're okay, and they can do some things. Their running game has been underwhelming so far. The Patriots have had – you talk about the Jets' offensive line. The Patriots have had a lot of issues up front as well. So I do expect – and, the, you know, the weather conditions might be, might be pretty dicey on Sunday the way it looks. And So I, I think the Jets – I think both defenses are going to play very well in this game.
1: Uh, that's going to be interesting, Rich. I'm I'm very curious. With you know, we talk about Zach Wilson, and we we always mention about his confidence level and everything. It was great to see the guys pumping him up after the you know trying to keep him engaged and say they have confidence in him. But Rich, it's another battle against Bill Belichick, and let you had the you had the numbers in your article on dot com. He just has not done well against Belichick. It, it's I mean I know Sam Darnold talked about seeing ghosts. I mean is Zach Wilson seeing ghosts too.
2: Yeah, I mean those same ghosts. I think have just carried over to the next. Uh, you know they're <laughs> they're skulking around. Will I mean four starts, um, two touchdowns, seven interceptions last year. I mean the game in Foxborough, he had no interceptions, but he just played horribly. So it's been rough. But he's not the only one, Larry. I mean, yeah. I during the four, during the fourteen game losing streak, I looked this up today. The Jets have only had fourteen offensive touchdowns. In those fourteen games, so <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you one one a game is is not going to cut it, and so it's just a carryover. I think Belichick is just a combination of very smart defenses and and very very mediocre quarterback play equals you know that kind of production.
0: Rich, last one from me. Uh, The the thing that's going to be kind of surprising is McCall Hardman. uh, Not that he was expected to have a major role, but his role has been very – I think he's only had one snap or one catch or something like that. Um, Has anybody talked about why he has been so limited so far?
2: Yeah, that's – I find it one of the more surprising developments so far in uh, in the season, and I think he's played 12 snaps and it was okay. it was really all in garbage time against Dallas, and you can't get a straight answer because we've asked Hackett, and um, we spoke to the receivers coach today, and and the Sala, and it's the same answer. They go back to the game flow, you know, excuse where uh, we you know we didn't get that many plays. So yeah, but he's a guy with dynamic speed. I mean, he can change field position in a in the blink of an eye. And yeah, he's probably not the most polished, complete receiver. He's not great running the entire route tree. There's a reason why Kansas city let him go. On the other hand, he can do things in the screen game. You can run him on a jet sweep to keep the defense honest. There are different ways you can utilize McCole Hartman. And I just don't understand why the jets don't utilize him more. And, uh, so they, the old excuse, you know, we didn't have enough plays, but like I said earlier, it's the chicken and the egg argument.
1: Rich, keep keep up the great work. Enjoy the game Sunday. We'll chat down the line.
2: All right, guys. It was a pleasure talking to you guys. Take care. Right, thanks, thanks
1: Rich. Rich. We'll break down what he had to say. Wasn't very encouraging. More offensive line problems. Huh, what a surprise.
0: This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Uh, just for a second, let me talk to Harvey. Harvey, your team needs a touchdown. You're right back in this game. You got the field goal going into the half. You now get the ball coming out of the half. I'm sure you made some adjustments to give Daniel Jones some time to, do, to run the offense closer to what they did on their opening drive where they were moving the ball, a little RPO action, a little fake RPO action, you know, got to get the ball to Waller, you know, anything, little, little run game action. That's all you need, and you're right back in the game. Quick seven, boom, right back in.
0: I'll I take it. I will say this, that when uh, Saquon, go, you know, gets his next contract, he should just show a, a <laughs> couple of clips of this game.
1: Yep. So, well, the, the running backs haven't been bad.
0: Matt Breida oh. has nine yards on three carries. Gary Brightwell got it one time for two yards. It's not exactly what you were looking for.
1: Well, look, I just need more. I just need some more Jalen Hyatt what I need. I need yeah, a guy they, that can take the top off those defense. But the
0: second here. half is the Giants' time. That's this it. What that's they when do. they go. Yeah, there's a, they do. there's a a They hold you close for the first half. Yep. And look, last year, that's what they did. They, went, they, they would keep it close to the first half, make some adjustments, come out yep. in the second half, and and take care of business. So Blow you away. That's what they did last week. Yep. Not so much thing. the first week. We'll see if they can do it, uh, if they can uh, get something done here. Yep. Got to get the tight. You got to get uh, Waller involved. Got to get Waller involved. And, and not because I have him at 45 and a half over. Uh, <laughs> oh, Nothing wow. Nothing to do with that. I didn't take <laughs> it. Sure. I didn't you take know. it. I, I stayed away from all the player props tonight. I just wanted a nice, easy night where I don't have to root for this thing or root for that. I think I have to give up playing fantasy football. Really? How's the team doing? It's, it's, uh, it's, it's the same thing every year. You, okay. you pick this guy to play. He, 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 he has a terrible game. The guy that you bench doesn't have it, it. It never fails. You get an injury here. You lose out on that. It's, it's ridiculous. And yeah. unfortunately, with the Dolphins being good, mm-hmm. with the normal throwing down a couple of bets every week, there's just too many things that uh, it just ruins the weekend because you'll hit a bet, the yeah. team wins, and then you lose your fantasy game, and that's what you're focused on. It's just, I think, I think at this point in my life, I have to move on to fantasy.
1: I know it's only two weeks in, going into week three. But for me this year, without worrying about Cover Five, I've really enjoyed the <laughs> uh,
0: football season. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That is I tough. really enjoyed it
1: because you can't enjoy it, Gordon. No, you know, you're, you're you live and die with it. Can
0: you imagine if you were betting big money on these games though? I couldn't do it. Oh, I couldn't. It'd do make it. you sick. I
1: couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I'm, I'm, I'm. Gordon, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to lose a lot of money. I, I won't even... I'm I'm afraid. I won't even do it. I
0: can't do it. I
1: can't do it. I'm afraid.
0: Yeah, like you watch the, the Uncut Gems movie and, and yes. you just see what like a life like that... Is, oh, oh! You can't... Can't take it. nerve right. Bet with your head, not over it.
1: Yeah, that's what you have to do. That's what you have to do. Well, Gordon, listen. Um, There's no need to be the dead horse. Mm-hmm. We knew, as I've said... A number of times Dwayne Brown should be your backup tackle, that's yes. your starting tackle. Yeah. And this is the reason why. And <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else has to happen for the how about that first play, Harvey. I don't know what else I don't know what else has to happen for them to make sure that they sure up this this offensive line. But I Gordon, know. I gotta tell you, I don't care if I'm Aaron Rodgers I'm phoning in from home. I don't care what you guys have to do. You, I'm not coming back with this offensive line in the condition that it's in now. And They've he was the one who said something. it wasn't
0: going to be an issue. It's well, not an issue he, for him anymore.
1: Right, but he did say, you know, you got to wonder, is Dwayne Brown and Makai Beckton going to be able to play a full season?
0: And Seems like no, the answer no. is no. <laughs> we has got like, that answer already, even though it's a long season. I mean, yeah, it hey, felt like the offensive line, the tackle situation has always been kind of hanging by a thread like yeah. Becton's good right now and he's good when he plays, but he never plays. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to have confidence even now. The the Jets played the Patriots in week 17. That's their final game of the regular season. Will Mekhi Becton be playing in that game? Do you how confident know. are you that he will still has, I don't think he's ever played a full season. So no, he hasn't. Um, Mm-mm the The tackle situation always seemed like it was kind of hanging by a thread, which is crazy considering the amount of of resources that the uh, the, the excuse me, that the Jets have spent on yep. the offensive line. Yeah, it's true. And then
1: to end up with what you end up with is is not been good.
0: It just hasn't. It hasn't. And uh, you
1: know now you're in the situation. If you move Beckton over, you know you just gotten the guy who was, excuse me, from a confidence standpoint, Gordon a little fragile and understandably so. Hadn't played moving to a new position, coming off the knee surgery. Yeah, he's lighter and everything. And now he's just getting the hang of the right tackle position. And then go switch it back over to left. And, you know, now he's got to do everything the reverse. And the one thing that the biggest issue he had at the left tackle position was his footwork. I mean, guys go past him. Speed rushes go right past him. I mean, they have to put a tight end on either side. <laughs> they have to alternate sides you know, you got to put the tight end and help the, the line out. You just have to because you've got to be able to move the football, Gordon.
0: Yeah, it feels like by the time we get to next year that Vera Tucker will be one of their tackles.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, going to have to be. I, I agree. I agree.
0: Now, you're going to have to solve it through the draft as well. Maybe you get yes. another one there. But he he's if he's your best offensive lineman and you have all these pro- – now, you can't do it right now because right. to move him, you're just opening up another hole. Exactly. You're weakening two positions. That's that's the problem with trying to fix it now. Yeah. Right? Oh, well, Dwayne Brown can't play, so let's move back to the left. Okay, well, move back to the left. I was playing right. It's like yeah. uh Abbott and Costello. That's right. Third base.
1: It's an issue. And it's it's, you know. Once again, give me Dwayne Brown as a backup at 38. I get it. It's your backup. I got it. I understand.
0: You can't be the starter, Gordon. You can't be the Starting starter. left tackle on a team that was looking to not only go to the playoffs but have a deep playoff run. It did seem like it was a glaring, glaring red flag. It definitely was.